today's episode of the Manufacturer Podcast, we take you through the two days of the Manufacturer Live from the ACC in Liverpool. From both days of our Manufacturing Leaders Summit, we've got insights from discussion session hosts and keynotes, as well as the thoughts of our own team at the Manufacturer. We then dash upstairs after day one of the summit for a few drinks at the Top 1000, which celebrates 10 years of our Top 100 program. And finally, we've got the build-up and the reactions of our winners from our award-winning program, recognizing industry excellence, it's the Manufacturer MX Awards. We've wrapped it all up for you in this event vlog. Well, not so much a vlog, but a... A plog? Yeah. Yeah, that's what it is. It's a plog. Sit back and enjoy our recording, which begins at 7.30 in the morning on November 14th and ends with a kebab at about 3 in the morning on November 15th. So we're starting off at day one. Seems like a good place to start of the manufacturer live. I'm kind of just on the front greeting people as they come in. Some people have just walked past me actually. So I'm actually not doing my job. I'm gonna come down here and see if I can find Joe and Lana. Ah, Deems is on the reception desk. Hey man, you're right. No, I'm not. I'm stressed, as per usual. Uh, um, tell everyone what you're doing today. Uh, today I am moderating a panel discussion um, and I'm very excited, excited, excited slash nervous about it. <laughs> so I can't wait. I'll let you get on with uh, doing bits. Morning, sir. Hello. Morning. Can I help at all? Uh, table five. Uh, yeah, yeah. Table five. Yeah, I'd imagine, so I imagine it's sort of slightly in from the left. Yeah, second in. Yeah. Uh, here's Joe. Hey, man. Hello, Tom. Good morning. You find your thingy? Uh, I found my badge. I've printed a label. I am now badged up, and people can tell who I am. Yeah, that's good. And how are we feeling, boss? We uh... can sense, sense the buzz. You can sense the buzz. It's like uh, it's ripe with anticipation in here. Yeah, ripe like uh, ripe like your ears, listener. Yeah. So I'm le- kind of like letting people just pass by me as I do these bits of podcast. I'm absolutely not doing uh, what I've been instructed to, and that's uh, greet people as they come in. I think I've done that with like two people thus far. Remind us what we're. Um what we're doing today, you sent a, a list in of the tables that we're sitting on for the uh, Leaders' Summit. Um, there's going to be some interesting ones that have kind of gone out of my head. Bear with me. Yeah, probably best if we read off the list that you've sent in. While you're getting that, let me just get a word from our, uh, our MD, Grace. We're just doing some bits for pod. Yeah, Excited? Very excited. Can't wait for all the delegates to arrive and for the sessions to begin. Yeah. Room's looking nice. It is. Everyone's looking dapper, yeah. smart, yeah, looking forward to it. What about you, Tom? Yeah, oh yeah, always buzzing. Yeah, what we got, man? 
there's 26 discussion tables. We're going to try the best between the three of us to cover what we can. But I'm going to be sitting in at some point on uh, revolutionising manufacturing with AI. I'm going to have a look at uh, connecting shop floor to the top floor, which is always an interesting topic. Um, and uh, what else am I going to have a look at? I'm going to have a look at creating a data-driven culture, which is something that we've uh, spoken and written about quite a bit before. So lots going on, lots to cover. It's going to be an interesting couple of days. What am I doing again? You, sir. You, sir, are going to have be having a look at automation and robotics. Uh, you're going to be having a look at um, driving profitability through operational excellence. And you're, you're again, you're going to be looking at uh, a data topic, creating a data-driven business. So that's going to be interesting because I'm doing data-driven culture. You're doing data-driven business. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Interesting stuff. Might go and get a quick word from uh, the man that's put this all together, our conference manager, Ashley Alton, who you may remember. Oh, he looks busy though. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to. I'm not going to trouble him just yet. Yeah. Huh? Hello. I just yeah, just getting some bits. Just yeah, just giving yeah, just just giving the listener a sense of. You know, the build-up. Yeah, I thought it was like there's a panic before the storm. Right. Panic before the storm? No, not the panic before the storm. Calm before the storm. Calm before the storm. <laughs> I meant to be greeting people as they come in. I'm, I'm so, yeah, yeah, no, I will. I will in a minute. I'm going to go outside first, though. Oh, it's chilly out, I tell you. I'm stood by the River Mersey at the moment. Everyone else is inside doing, like, bits. Um, but I thought I'd just come and record a quick piece here just to give you an idea of where we are, how cold it is. In fact, you know, it's actually not too bad at the moment. But yesterday it was hammering it down because we're sort of in the eye of Storm Debbie. Stood by the Mersey, water's looking calm. Sun's sort of actually just kind of trying to come out. It's actually quite... a pleasant morning because like I say yesterday was horrendous anyway let's go back inside because the room is filling up for day one of the manufacturing leaders summit You can hear that bit of background music. The lights are down and we've got stage lights and sort of surround lighting illuminating the stage and discussion tables, which are empty at the moment, bar from just a few sat doing some bits and bobs, bit of work here and there. But the room starting to slowly fill up. All good there, my friend? Yeah. Checking out. Yeah. See what's going on. Good mate. Good morning. All right. Teas and coffees and stuff just in the corner there for you fellas. Sasha, hello. hello. How are you doing? You're right. Yeah, I'm all right. How are you? I'm good. Can we get a very quick word for the podcast, yeah. if that's okay? Um, so, are you excited to be here? Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. I think it's going to be good to uh, experience the whole uh, summit and see what our people have got to say. And uh, tell us about your discussion table today. 
so we're on monitoring and reporting for sustainability, so we're going to be talking about some of the governance that companies need and what legislation might affect them, and then also how they can use that information to inform you know, business decisions based around sustainability. Fantastic. What sort of experience and insights are you kind of hoping to bring today, given your, your role as sustainability manager at Gripple? Um, I think I'm really keen to put through the perspective that it doesn't have to be expensive and it's not that, you know, it's not always cost that people view it as. And there's some really quick wins that people can do now, probably with resources they've already got, that should make a good step change or at least make a start for them. Fantastic. Enjoy the two days. Good to see you. I'll just get a quick word off Hen. Hello, we're just doing bits and bobs for the pod, mate. Are you excited? Very excited. Really looking forward to this. Does look like a bit like a nightclub in here, but um, I'm sure we're going to get going in a minute. So, yeah, very excited indeed. And the 15th one, obviously you were here for the very first one. Indeed. Indeed. I possibly could claim a little bit of credit for this, but um, no, no, really looking forward to it. We've got a great lineup of speakers, got a good delegate list, should be cracking two days. And bigger and better than ever as well, right? Remind the listener again of how many tables we've got? I think we've got about 25, 26 tables. I really like the way we've integrated the growth in the enterprise streams. I think that's going to really work um, for, for, us, for us all. So, yeah, very excited indeed. Enjoy it, mate. Thank you. Henry Anson there, of course, director of the manufacturer. But you knew that already, didn't you? Is that, sorry to interrupt the convo, we're, out to, we're just getting some, we're just, we're just doing some really little bits here and there for the podcast. Are you right to say just like, obviously we're buzzing to have you here because not only are you a, a discussion table host, but you're also a TMMX judge. Are you looking forward to the, to the event? Yes, really looking forward to seeing everybody, catching up with everybody again. Um, I think technology is moving really fast so I'm sure we'll have lots of things to talk about this year that we weren't talking about last year and I'm actually having a really good conversation about AI ethics. Yeah sorry to interrupt that. But. Yeah no 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 so that's really exciting as well so where is it taking us what do we need to consider how's it going to affect the workforce what are we going to do what skills do we need and we're actually just talking about what skills um, do we need to build outside of the technological skills so I think these conversations are going to be amazing over the next couple of days. What sort of insights are you personally looking to bring? Because obviously you're coming at it from the pharmaceutical space, from Firma Fisher. What are the kind of differences with pharma compared to some other areas of the industry, would you say? Um, well, it's highly regulated and obviously because we're dealing with sort of medicines and patients and things like that, it's probably a little bit behind the curve in terms of other industries. Um, but then in some respects, we've just launched our own chat GPT. Um, we've got a really good training package on how to use that and how everybody use prompts and things like that. So in some ways, I think we're kind of leapfrogging some things, whereas we're lagging in the others. But that's like really exciting as well. How are we going to apply that to our innovation um, into our manufacturing space to give us better data insights and all of those kind of things so that's really exciting yeah Great. and as I mentioned you're a judge on our smart factory category this year for the TMMX awards do you know who's won that by the way I don't I don't even think did, did you come to a decision or are you waiting <laughs> no we <laughs> It was so difficult. So we ended up saying, right, we'll go away and do our own scores and we'll just make somebody else make the decision. They were all absolutely amazing. Some different applications, some that were really, really 
holistic and across the board and then other ones that add really deep really good use cases um, that were that they're going to able to scale up and move across the businesses so lots of different ways of applying it but they were just amazing yeah really inspirational so I'm really excited to see who's won because I don't know <laughs> me too thanks for your time Alan. thank you very much Alison Beard Gunter there digitalization manager I believe at Ferber Fisher um, oh I'm being called over yes mate that's all right going to try and grab Dave Holmes from, from BAE. Oh, perfect. How long will it take to set the camera up? A minute. I mean, it's already set up. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, all right. Okay. I've got the questions. Um, Sound all right. Well, people clearly excited. People getting ready. The room continuing to fill up. So stay with us, listener, on this journey through the manufacturer live in Liverpool. Oh, Ash. Ash. Quick word for podcast. How's our conference production manager feeling before this? Um, very excited. It's been a lot of hard work, a lot of planning, a lot of late nights, a lot of weekends. But when it comes to its uh, fruition today, very excited. Yeah. Um, so really looking forward to a uh, a great event, and I'll, I'll, we'll get back to you and let you know how everyone know how it went. Feeling okay? Yeah. Feeling good, thanks. Yeah, yeah. feeling good. Because yeah, yeah. you were looking around the room last night and you suddenly commented, wow, it is big this year, isn't it? It is huge. It's the biggest number of round table discussion tables we've had. So we've got 26 uh, round table discussion sessions taking place today. So yeah, it fills up the room. So yeah, it's great. It looks great. And when it fills up with all the people as well, it, you know, it would be pretty, a pretty impressive sight really. So yeah. I'll leave you to it, mate. Thanks, Tom. Right. Good luck. Oh, yeah, perfect. Cool, yeah, we're recording, gents. So Excellent. Ready. Okay, Dave Holmes, welcome. If you, if you uh, oh, ignore good. the camera completely, yeah, if you fine. just address me, Dave. Dave Holmes, welcome to uh, Manufacturing Leaders Summit. Um, first of all, can you just give us a, a bit of a rundown of, of what your role is at, at BAE Systems? So I look after the Falconworks business, which is our rapid prototyping arm of the air sector, looking at all technologies, early life cycle concepts, uh, and really looking after what's after next. We're trying to build a, a team of people, uh, an ecosystem where we're encouraging people to be curious and hopefully bring forward next generation solutions that essentially makes the world a safer and better place. Fantastic, fantastic. And you're kicking off um, Manufacturing Leaders Summit day one. You're giving the opening keynote. Can you give us a little bit of a, of a flavor about what you're going to talk about? Yeah, sure. So through the, uh, the keynote this morning, I'm hopefully going to give some insights in terms of the collaborations we're forming, how we're going about developing new technologies, but more importantly, how important digital is all the way through the life cycle of products and also how it impacts on uh, the carbon footprint. You know, we're starting to look at how uh, artificial intelligence, how digital data can influence the way we design, manufacture, support, and of course, dispose of products. Mm. That's going to be really important as we all fulfill our role in society going forward. Sure, sure. And how has manufacturing's approach to customer centricity and collaboration changed in recent years? And how is it sort of shape, uh, helping to reshape the sector? What we're seeing in the sector is you know, greater focus between the customer and the providers. They're after more uh, 
shorter lead times, rapid cycling of products, technology development. Uh, the products aren't, aren't being viewed for lasting as long. You know, historically our life cycle of a product from requirements through to disposal could have been two working careers, 80 years, mm -hmm. um, 20 years in, in concept and development, 40 years in manufacture, 20 years in sustainment. I think what we're now seeing is because the advent of technology is the way that, that, that the products are being used in that defensive posture, we're seeing things cycle a lot faster. I think things are going to start to be measured in terms of months and weeks on the development cycle. Mm -hmm. And I think again, in terms of depending on the, the product, they're only going to be current in service, uh, certainly in the conflicts we're seeing in the East at the moment, maybe only current mm -hmm. for, for six months. Yeah, indeed. And, and the, the, the brief of your keynote, you touched on an interesting phrase I picked up, an ecosystem of, of excellence. What, what does that look like in practice and what are the keys to success? I think first thing we have to recognise is that uh, no one company or no one person has sort of monopoly on innovation and great ideas. So it's, it's built on the principle of better together. So if we start bringing together small medium enterprises, micro enterprises, academia, blue chip companies, reach out beyond the normal uh, sector boundaries that we historically enjoyed and start to create this ecosystem of curiosity where people are given interesting grand challenges, but an opportunity to take something to market. You know, it's really important that we recognize that the micro and small SMEs mm -hmm. have got their own IP. It's the backbone of their business. It's really what gives them value. Now let's try and find a way of actually stitching that together mm -hmm. as part of an integration role, yeah. get things into the hands of people who need it, and really give people a way to actually generate revenue. Yeah, indeed. And I think a key element of that collaboration piece is sort of, you know, diversity, and I think it's been proven the more diverse companies are the more successful and the more profitable so how can manufacturers ensure that they're not only uh, cultivating the right talent but it's as diverse as possible so I think the, I, I firstly I fully agree you know this is about diversity inclusivity at all levels in the workforce I think you know it goes all the way back to school we've got now as a as a sector to start to move away from this image and branding that we operate in dark satanic mills. Our engineers, our manufacturers, whether it be at micro SMEs, all the way through to blue chips, into global enterprises, are operating in some of the most high-tech environments with the most cutting-edge technology. So we've got to rebrand ourselves right away from, from young people from the age of five. We've got to explain to people all the way through those formative years that they're enjoying their leisure time, their pastimes, through the use of innovation, engineering, manufactured products, whether it be using their connective devices, playstations, etc. Mm -hmm. So if we start to get people to understand what manufacturing, what engineering is really about, and then start to understand how it plays a role in society, how engineering and manufacturing is really going to be the key to us having you know, a, an effective uh, solution against global warming. So if we start to, to bring hearts and minds with us on that journey, I think what we'll then start to see, the barriers removed, and this move away from white Anglo-Saxon males sort of dominating manufacturing. Mm -hmm. We really do need diversity. We need new ideas. We need new people that bring a complete different way and reframing mm -hmm. these engineering and manufacturing challenges. Yeah, fantastic. Dave, thanks very much for joining us. Looking forward to your keynote and really appreciate your time. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. A very warm welcome to the 15th Annual Manufacturing Leaders part of the manufacturer life, shaping the future of manufacturing, researched and produced by the manufacturer at the heart of the manufacturing sector for 30 years. You are a unique group. Never before have this many leaders of such seniority from diverse manufacturing backgrounds 
representing such a wide cross-section of organisations, been in a room together, discussing the topics that matter to help manufacturers find solutions to their challenges today. And now, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage your chairman, Henry Anson. Thanks, Asif. I saw you leading the, the chair there. Appreciate it. Um, hello, everybody, and a very warm welcome to our 15th Annual Manufacturer Leader Summit 2024. Uh, when we came up with the concept of Leader Summit in the immediate aftermath, Right, Dima's just done a panel discussion on the first day of MLS and she's absolutely smashed it. <laughs> um, yeah, I appreciate it. No, 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 it's all right. Didn't she just? Absolutely smashed it. Never in doubt, was it? Never in doubt. But we'll, we'll get her in a minute. She's getting more congratulations and rightly so. Yeah, how, how was it? Um, good, I think. I think it's a really good discussion to talk about. Um, digital skills is such a massive thing. Um, and I felt like the panellists, they were experts, weren't they? You know, they had so much to say. It was a good panel. Remind us of who they were again. So it was Alison Beer Gunter from Thermo Fisher, uh, David Forrest from Nissan, and Ajana Hera? Hera? from Rolls-Royce. That was a, a tricky one, wasn't it? You were worried about that? Yes. Even though she told me, as soon as she told me, it went out of my head and I just, because I know what it's like yeah. when someone says your name wrong, you know, Lannister. I understand that pain. So I just wanted to, I wanted to get it right. It was, was phenomenal. I'm not just saying this because it's on the podcast. It was phenomenal. Well, even if you weren't saying that, and if you were honest, I'd probably cry. So. Well done, mate. I've got to do one tomorrow and I don't think it's going to be that good. Right then, well, we've gone straight from day one of the Manufacturing Leaders Summit upstairs to the top 1,000 drinks reception. And everyone's got a drink in their hand. Good atmosphere, we're buzzing. And Joe's taking a, a glance over his speech for this year. Joe, what are you saying in your speech this year for us today, this year? Uh, more balderdash, I imagine. <laughs> yeah, don't really like this sort of thing, but, you know. No, you don't, do you? Well, why not? Uh, just think of it like a, a podcast to a room of people, you know? Yeah, that's, that hasn't helped something. No, 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 I'm sorry. Man. <laughs> so, yeah, Top 1000, if you weren't already aware, celebrating 10 years of our prestigious Top 100 awards programme, recognising individual brilliance, and I'm happy to say we've got a good turnout there's definitely not a thousand people but there are a lot of people is that mine? I can't remember that one thank you I forgot where I put my beer there
I hope everyone had a uh, interesting and productive day at Manufacturing Leaders Summit. Um, I thought the keynotes and the and the panels were were fascinating. I was also lucky enough to sit on a couple of the discussion tables as well, which were, were which were very insightful. And I'm sure we're going to have uh, more of the same tomorrow. Um, a bit about the SOP 100. It's it's something that's very important to us here at the manufacturer. Uh, I think, as Henry mentioned in his closing remarks, it's it, it's it, it celebrates the individuals. It cele celebrates you guys. So I say it's it's something that's very important to us. We know the challenges that are facing the, the manufacturing sector, some of which I know was were probably discussed at length today. Um, skills gap, not least of which. Um, and the, you know, the top 100 uh, program exists to promote the sector and the talent within it and highlight uh, some of the amazing and diverse opportunities uh, that, it, that exist and help dispel some of those uh, myths about manufacturing of you know dirty overalls, dark satanic mills and hard hats and high vid, vis vests. So um, yeah, that's, that's the key aims of the top 100. Right, well that's us pretty much done for day one of TM Live. We've just left the top 1000 drinks reception. And thankfully, we're not quite in the eye of Storm Debbie. Yep, Debbie does Liverpool. Like, Honestly, honestly, we were in that drinks reception earlier and like the sun was shining across the Mersey. It looked lovely. Then all of a sudden, like biblical dark skies and heavy rain. And yeah, thankfully, we've not been caught in it. I think Dima was, though. I think she was, but she's got my umbrella, so I think she was probably okay. If she's not, she's probably in the North Sea by now. So, yeah, as I say, day one pretty much wrapped up. Uh, we've got a manufacturer directors forum dinner coming up and so we will tune in with you listener tomorrow for day two all right i don't even know what we're talking about nor do i really <laughs> hi so, day two. <laughs> I was out, I was day two. Out. Yeah, no, no, no. Uh, sorry, no, we're going straight sorry into that it. was the most deflated hi ever. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> I've managed to get Joe and Lana to actually sit down. This has been a somewhat kind of uh, cobbled um, coverage of both days of our manufacturing leader summit as part of the manufacturer live. So, I thought I'd kind of tie it together a little bit for you, listener. You've heard a few. Um, people speak, a few speakers, uh, we've had a few interviews, we've heard what members of the team think about various bits and bobs. When we left you, I think me and Joe were walking back from our hotel room, he'd just done his top 100 speech. Um, you heard Lana do her uh, panel discussion yesterday, which was class, and now I've got to do one at midday. And maybe we can just like talk. You're going to be great. Well, I don't know. You have such an engaging voice that even if no one's listening to what you're saying, they'll just be listening to your voice. Well, that's, 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 very, that's very kind. I am worried I'm going to fall asleep at the podium, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, I kind of like the intro. I kind of want to... Where are we? How are your peers tackling and overcoming digitalization challenges? I sort of want the intro to be a bit like... Oh, we hear great things about digitalization and manufacturers are very excited about it, but the adoption always tends to come back to, not necessarily the technical stuff, but 
the way people interact mm, with it. Always comes back and to people. The buy it, yeah, but it's that kind of no, kind of quite no because generic. there was no because there was even something in my dinner last night which I noted down. Mm. Always comes back to people. Mm. We had that in our dinner. Really? Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. See, that it's, just shows. It, so it comes. It's always comes around. To, comes down to people, doesn't it? Mm. Um, and like we 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 say it and we hear it all the time because we're talking to lots of different manufacturers, but. You know, looking at some of the discussion tables yesterday, a lot of the a lot I think a lot of manufacturers don't realise that other manufacturers are have facing exactly the same challenges yeah. as they are until they get in a room like this and they they're sitting down and thrashing out ideas amongst themselves and collaborating. Yeah. Um, we know it obviously because we, we 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 speak to manufacturers on a daily basis, so we know that they're all say, facing the same challenges. But um, it, yeah, it was the same as you were saying with the AI dinner I did last night. Yeah, we all did dinners. Last night, listen. We did, did, uh, um, did, did dinners. Did, yeah. did dinners, yeah, did and dinners. That, it was good. And um, yeah, mine was on AI, and yeah, similarly, it came back to how people, mm-hmm. um, you know, make it relatable for people, um, how can people interact with it. So yeah, and um, and then we've got TMMX, which we'll, we'll be covering actually at the time. But um, yeah, TMMX, and um, I've just been asked to do like a sort of voice of God um, kind of voiceover to introduce people onto the stage. I'm so excited for that, honestly. I'm going to put on a voice, though. I think that's going to be I'm so gonna, good. I'm going to sound like the guy from the when, X Factor. When I walked in on Monday and we were all going through the setup and there was a video suddenly playing and it was your voice, I was just like... It was confusing, wasn't whoa, it? Whoa, what's it going on? It confu- but it sounded scenes. great. Could you just like do it in a uh, variety of like different impressions? <laughs> Honestly, you, you joke. Give us a couple now. I know what I'm like. I know what I'm like. I'll be a little bit drunk, and I will. I'll just, I'll just put on voices. Go on. I'll just, I'll be, I'll be. Now, please welcome to the <laughs> stage, Henry Anson. <laughs> that does sound like the X Factor guy. That's not, I, I, uh, that's not what people want. <laughs> <laughs> it is what I want. So stupid. <laughs> um, I want to try and get on the robotics and automation table at some point today. I'm not sure if I'll be able to, just because it's firstly very busy, and uh, secondly, we've still got um, well, I've still got bits and bobs uh, to do in the sort of build-up to the same uh, here. Awards, same but, here. Um, it would be good to get around that table. Uh, understandably, um, heavily subscribed, just because everyone wants to talk about it. I think, don't they? Mm. Um, yep. Still, 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 an area where the UK is lagging behind somewhat. Yeah. Uh, compared to other countries, it's still, you know, we've we've sort of hammered this at home many a time, but we, you know, we're still, I think, 24th on the list of uh, number of robots per 10,000 10, employees, I think. So we're well behind our our global competitors when it comes to automation rollout. So, mm. yeah, hot mm-hmm. topic, and it'll be a, a busy table for sure, that one. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to try and get on it. Oh, just away, actually, from, I can't believe we haven't mentioned this yet, just away from anything to do with manufacturing um bonbons <laughs> bonbons the bonbons i feel like i should try and get some sort of sponsorship uh, ambassador kind of role from can this you, can you explain because um, these aren't the sweets that, okay that so are, no just shout out to eternal muse right. because they are the company that made the bonbons so just a little bit of context um I have been using bonbons to sleep in. It's a form of heatless curl. Yeah. Um, 
it kind of you put all your hair up and it goes on your head and then you put a little cap on yeah. a little silk bonnet and then like can we please see a picture of these in because you oh. this you must look hysterically funny. i haven't i, I haven't you saved you were gonna wear them over here weren't you i and was going to do you know if I hadn't have had breakfast this morning, basically, I wanted to do it because obviously it's like Storm Debbie, uh. crazy conditions right now in Liverpool. The wind quite literally nearly blew us over this morning. Um, and I didn't want to, even though it's only what, a four, three minute walk from the hotel to the... It's three minutes too long in this weather, isn't it? Exactly. Oh, yeah. And I was worried about my hair, basically completely falling out and just being ruined particularly um as i was on stage yesterday i cared a little bit more mm. about it um so i was going to walk over in them but i was too scared of what people would think of me and oh. i couldn't go down to breakfast like that please please set send us a picture because this, <laughs> this is like i need this is not going to be something to behold this is it yeah. is it's quite the look i must admit it is, <laughs> it's victorian slash dinosaur vibes you're sort of struggling at both ends of your body right now, aren't you? Because you've got hair issues and you've also got, also got feet issues, haven't you? Yeah, feet from, issues, from top yeah, feet issues to bottom, my feet are wet. Do you not get comfortable shoes? So, they are comfortable, yeah, but I think it's just because I w was standing up so much yesterday, yeah, I didn't yeah. really get a chance to kind of rest we've them. I hang on a second, changed. guys. We've got, we've got the Manufacturing Leader Summit Compare walking past Henry, as we speak. Henry, Henry Anson. Come over here a sec, mate. Um, we're, we're just we're just doing a bit of a pod, mate. Um, how's it going for you so far? Very good indeed. Uh, fantastic day yesterday at the Leaders Summit. Um, three brilliant manufacturing directors forum dinners. I learnt a lot about AI that I didn't know beforehand at that dinner, um, and it was uh, it's uh, it delayed some of my fears. And you'll be giving a, a speech, of course, this evening at the MX Awards dinners. What what can we expect in that? Short. Um, <laughs> no, yes, just, I'll just doing the introduction bit, so I've got off lightly this time. Uh, Grace is doing the main ceremony, but uh, no, just to welcome everybody, a little bit of state of the manufacturing nation, and then, uh, and then over to Grace. Good man. All right, mate. See you in a bit. Enjoy. Yeah. Um, and yeah, can we just, uh, I think we mentioned last night, Storm Debbie's just a bitch right? she's like an evil absolute cow spiteful cow yeah she's she's really she's coming horrible. for us yeah she's with vengeance <laughs> I, I mean i thought kieran was a bit of a knob <laughs> but but <laughs> debbie's taking it to yeah, another he level was a knob. No, he insisted on everyone calling him kieran yeah kieran uh, yeah, yeah like some sort of transformer yeah <laughs> yeah but now nah, debbie's <laughs> just like Kieran was just a bit annoying. Debbie's like genuinely a bit malicious. Yeah. Walking out of my hotel this morning, I, 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 it's not often that weather makes me like whimper. But I walked out of my did, hotel room yeah. and went, ha. Ah. <laughs> it's, like, it's like that it's wind, if, it, if you catch it um, like in the wrong direction at the wrong time, it, like, it, it's, you struggle to breathe. Yeah. You're like. Mm. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I had to make a run for it at one point, close to the doors bit late i probably should have started the run earlier but i just couldn't yeah, stay you, out there you, for a moment you, longer you, you, <laughs> you uh you cut quite the figure like hiding underneath your jacket and like skulking into the venue like some sort of cat burglar i yeah <laughs> i did look quite questionable i must admit but security didn't bat an eyelid so <laughs> all right well um we're gonna go about our various um bits and bobs now um but we will see you again listener 
tonight. I think, I, I think the coffee's just arrived, which is why Tom is wrapping this up very quickly. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. Well, yeah, that and um, I just still got so much to do. I, ne- I just need to make sure I don't um, appear uh, like a tit on stage. I, I, I need, I need, I need thing. I need words to say. Yeah, I need like words to say, not just like rubbish jokes. <laughs> you, d- you didn't? Did you? T- you didn't tell a joke, did you? You did a lovely intro. I can't remember. It was smooth, said. wasn't really? it? Very polished. Yeah, really? It really was, yeah. yeah. I I honestly did not feel like that. I kept trying to like look up so that I wasn't like looking at my notes. Yeah. But it's a hard one. It's quite hard. Yeah. yeah. And I didn't want to look at people either because then I was like, do they look miserable? Do you just want to do mine? Because <laughs> like, you've already done one and yours was really good. So do you just want to do mine, maybe? And I can like I don't know I can I can I can sleep maybe. I'm not maybe. sure how I could be convinced. Yeah, all right, well, all right. Thanks, guys. Um, speak to you again in a bit. Uh, Bye. Yeah, let's, let's get let's get cracking. Abba. <laughs> I'm Tracy Woods, I'm from Cognizant, and I lead the life science consulting practice. Great stuff, Tracy. Um, how have you enjoyed the, uh, the event? It, it's been fantastic. Um, I've learnt loads, um, been exposed to many different industries, um, and heard common stories and different stories across the board. So, um, and people have been so open and so willing to share their, uh, their stories. That's good to hear, yeah. I mean, what, what have been some of the, um, the common themes, would you say, from, I mean, you know, you, you've, you've done a few things, right? You know, you've been um, hosting tables here. I did a dinner with you last night around yep. AI. Yep. What do you think have been some of the sort of common themes that you can take away from them? So common themes, I mean, they've included the the um, the kind of environment we're in the, the changing both from technology um, accelerating rapidly um, and obviously the geopolitical situation that we're seeing around the world and also the local um, political situation and the lack of kind of industry leadership in the government um, and standards and, and and focus in that way I think what what I've also learned and I have a data background is actually the the impact that the pervasiveness of data is having on organisations and the increasing need um, and challenge, but the need to have that interoperability across the whole supply chain um, so that it can actually um, engender that change. The hope that, that AI might be the panacea to sort all of that, that out, um, I think we all probably overestimate what the impact of AI will be in the short term, immediate term. Um, I mean, although we're seeing, you know, huge, huge disruption immediately, but actually getting that and getting that into businesses and scaling it um, and getting people to adopt it, you can have the best technology in the world. But actually, if nobody's using it or they're too scared, they don't understand it, then then it's 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 worthless. Um, but I think we we absolutely underestimate what the impact will be long term um, in businesses, in manufacturing, in supply chain. I think, yeah, it, it's technology that, that works in tandem with yes. other things, right? Yes. More basic things. Yes. Um, if you know, if you're if you're not sure what you need to collect data-wise, then there's obviously no point in using AI to to supplement it. It's just not going to work, right? We've always been use case led. Um, you've got to have the business problem. You've got to know what your business vision is, and and, and going in that sense. I do think um, artificial intelligence, whatever um, description of what you mean by that, um, is slightly different from a disruption perspective. Uh, Two reasons, because we are are now dealing with people who are in a digital world. 
um, and they are much more um, digitally aware and therefore businesses are having to kind of speed up to, to keep up and engage with their customers who are, who are in that world. And also the element that we've got to make sure that people in business have an opportunity to understand it, understand what it can do, and also what its limitations is. It, it's, you know, it is algorithms, it's mathematics, it's statistics. So that A, that they're not scared of it, and B, that they can actually start thinking about how to apply it to the area that, that they're the experts in. Um, so there is a need to have this kind of play area, for want of a better kind of description, um, so that they can, they can come up with the ideas as well. Hi, we've just left Hall C after the Manufacturing Leaders Summit has wrapped up. As we were leaving, the tables were being set for the Manufacturer MX Awards. We're just leaving the ACC to nip back to our hotel room, get ready, get tuxed up. I hope it's not raining. Ah, oh, it's windy. Oh, it's, it's not too bad, actually. It's, it's, it's changeable, isn't it? <laughs> what colours um, What colours your bow tie this year? Blue. No, dark black. Sorry. <laughs> Still in its packet. I don't know. <laughs> you got your shoes this year? I've got the shoes I wore at M&E Week, actually. Oh, the, the spats? No, I've not got the spats. I've not got the spats. I've got the embassy... Uh, the ones, you know, the ones with the... The, 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 the women's. Yeah, the women's yeah, shoes, yeah. yeah. Lovely job, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. I've got my jazzy red blazer, which I'm, I'm only allowed to wear once a year to, the, to this event. The Anson Blue. <laughs> oh, the Anson Blue. What, that was your old man? No, he, I've got, he's got his own one and I've got my own one, but exactly the same. Oh, <laughs> no, it was Staybridge. Uh, well, I presume we're going to meet at... Well, actually, the Staybridge hasn't got a bar, has it? So... Yeah, yeah. Co yeah, come meet at ours, yeah, yeah. All right, mate. I will. Yeah, I need. It's getting to be. It's the time of, of the day that these that this event where I, I need a beer. I need a beer to work 100%, 100%. better. Hundred percent. Do you know what I mean? Hundred I'm not very good. I mean, you know, I'm generally useless, but I'm, I'm, I'm less useless when I've got beer in me at this point. Uh, you know, if you're writing, alcohol can be. Uh, it's a. It's a. It's a great servant, but poor master. But, um, you know, it's... Uh... All right, back in the, the hotel. We're going to get ready, and we will see you, listener, at the awards. Well, you can hear the buzz. We're here at the Manufacturer MX Awards. It's absolutely popping off in here. Everyone's dressed up. We're looking good. Bow ties, drinks in hands, celebrating manufacturing excellence. Abash! Bash! 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 I'm afraid that everyone in this room can be a winner. I can assure you the expanded was extraordinarily high this year. We had more entries than ever before. I'd very much like to thank our partners on this programme. The Institution of Mechanical Engineers, IMECI. 
the sponsors, because without them we just could not run this programme. And they are MHP Consulting, the manufacturer, Smart Manufacturing and Engineering Week, Michael Page, Jaguar Land Rover, Cranfield University, Sugar CRM, Autodesk, Schneider Electric, Institute for Manufacturing, University of Cambridge, and our headline sponsors, and a huge thank you to them, RS Group. Come with me. Come with me. Come with me. <laughs> We're here. We're right in the thick of it. The TMMX Awards. Let's go to some tables. They're just about to serve dessert, I think, and coffee and stuff. Right. Guys, 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 guys. Hello, hello. Sorry to interrupt dessert. Um, this, is, this feels rude and very offhand, but are you excited to be here tonight? I am absolutely thrilled to be here tonight. It's a really special night, the Manufacturing Awards. So, yeah, we're going to have a good night. I think I often, we generally feel that manufacturers don't get enough recognition for the amazing work they do. Why are awards like this so important, do you think? Okay, they don't get enough recognition because they're not good at showcasing. And events like this give them the opportunity to showcase and enjoy it and get that feeling that they're enjoying it. And then they're going to go do it more and more and more, aren't they? Enjoy your night. Bring the camera down this way, this way, this way, this way. Ali, Ali. <laughs> Hello, are you looking forward to tonight? I'm really, really excited tonight. So, like you just said, it's kind of like everybody is doing such amazing stuff. And I don't think everybody knows what everybody else is doing. So I think nights like this are really important. And the last couple of days, just sharing all the amazing things people are doing. So, yeah, really excited. Don't know who's won, but woo, really excited to see. Oh, I saw earlier. I saw up. Oh, oh, yeah, I saw, I saw, I saw, I saw. It's exciting. It's cheesecake. Is that cheesecake? Is it good? Yeah, is it good? It's good. All right, let's go. All right, we've got previous winners of these awards. We've got Ensert Beverages. We're going to talk to Louise. Guys, hello, how are we doing? So sorry to interrupt. How excited are we tonight, guys? Previous winners of these awards, Louise, how are you feeling? Um, we're as usual, we're really excited to be here. We look forward to this event every single year. So um, we like to share the evening with all of our kind of uh, competitors, but obviously fingers crossed that we're going to be somewhere in the running tonight. <laughs> like, remind us what categories you're in for. Um, operational excellence and the um, yeah, manufacturing in action. Enjoy, guys. Thank you so much. Good luck. Lucy. All right, ready? All right. Master mover, right? Let's uh, let's have a word. Lucy Cresswell, right? Marketing manager. Lucy, Lucy, Lucy. Hello, I've just been told who you are. Um, how much are you looking forward to tonight and are you enjoying yourself so far? Yeah, we're really excited and it's, uh, it's great to be here for the second year. Obviously up for two awards, um, so great to be representing Master Mover and looking forward to a great night. Do you fancy your chances? Quietly confident, I'd like to hope so. I'd really like to hope so. Um, nevertheless, it's great to have everybody here. It seems a bit weird to ask, but why are you guys here tonight? Why have you entered for, for the second year running? Uh, so for us, this really is like the top tier in uh, British Manufacturing Awards. We've, you know, we do the local ones, but for us, the manufacturer is almost the one that got away, I suppose you could say. Uh, and yeah, showing the best of what there is to offer. Oh, hello. Look what I found. TMMX Royalty, Lander, Tubular Products, and Len Palmer. <laughs> Hello, my friend. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm 
very, very well. Are you excited to be here? Obviously, no strangers to these awards. No, no. This I think this now since 2016 we've come every year, so we always enjoy Timex. One of the highlights of the year for us. Fantastic. Obviously, previous winners. Why do you keep coming back? We find the judging process and the feedback we get through the judging process, that's where the real value is for us in terms of learning and developing. This is probably one of the most effective processes to go through for that feedback. Well, you may have remembered some of our factory visits. They did include Druck, a Baker Hughes business. We've got Neil here, who is the comms manager. And, um, Neil, you're here with the team, entered into a few awards this year. Um, are you guys all excited? We're very excited. I think this is probably one of the highlights of the year. So we've, we've all got up for four awards, so we've all got our fingers crossed. We'll come away with at least something. Go and meet the team, shall we? Come with me, come with me. Great, and remind us that the young manufacturer is... The young manufacturer is Cali. Cali, fantastic. Cali, hello. How are you doing? I'm very good. Up for Young Manufacturer of the Year tonight. How does it, uh, how does it feel? Are you excited? Yeah, I'm quite excited. I mean, it's definitely a big thing. Um, I've moved from the US to start working here just for the past two years. So it means a lot to me to be so involved in UK manufacturing. Can you give us an idea of, obviously, we're always trying to promote manufacturing as a viable option, as an interesting option to younger people. Can you tell us why you came into the industry? To be fair, it wasn't something I had considered really growing up. So I knew um, my grandfather worked in manufacturing his whole life, but I didn't really see myself in it. Um, but then when I went to university and learned more about all of the opportunities in different industries and how much potential there was, I think that's what really got me engaged. Um, and then speaking now to other younger people about, okay, you know, we need people from a variety of backgrounds and interests and experiences, not just engineering or not just business. Um, and it's good to see people get really excited about that the same way that I did. Ali, best of luck tonight. Really great to talk to you. Best side. Yeah, my right side's the best. <laughs> All right, let's hear what the team think of the night. Grace Gilling, Managing Director. And you're looking fantastic. Thanks, Tom. Thank you so much. I think everyone's oh, looking fantastic. Just take the microphone off me as well. <laughs> Sorry, it's me being bossy. <laughs> this is my favourite thing that we do at the manufacturer. We do it to celebrate the amazing things that UK manufacturers are doing and raise a profile of manufacturing in general to the wider public uh, view. Yeah. It is really, really important to celebrate successes, really, really important to not only honour the big brands that everyone's aware yeah. of, but also the smaller companies that people might not know of and give them a platform so that they can share what they're doing and others can learn from it. So really, really important. My favourite thing that we do. Fantastic. Hold the mic this way. <laughs> um, give us an idea of, 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 uh, of the categories, because obviously there's such a, a diverse range of topics within manufacturing, so many different areas of operation. How do we like possibly whittle down the sort of the areas of excellence? So the, the categories have been based on uh, the criteria that the Institution of Mechanical Engineers came up with. I think almost, well, over 30 years ago, we joined forces with them coming up to 10 years ago. We had similar categories to them, but there's a really um, well thought out structure to the categories with lots of different uh, people inputting the, into those, loads of different areas of expertise. Um, and. All of the different categories that we have are supposed to be really all of the key areas that a manufacturing business should focus on when they're trying to achieve manufacturing excellence. Yeah. So there are broad categories, but probably all the things that you need to address when you're running a business in today's climate. Yeah, fantastic. And how, how many years now? Do you know what? 
The manufacturer is probably about 20 years. I know that IMECI is about over 30 years, so it's over 50 combined years of heritage. Look at us go. <laughs> The first winners of the night, it's Unix Traffic from Pool, it's Leadership and Strategy, winners within this category. Here we are. Absolutely incredible. It shows that all the hard work we've been putting in over the past 12 months is really paying off. It's a great benchmarking opportunity for us. So yeah, fantastic result. Fantastic. Such a fantastic achievement, guys. Um, why do you think you're winners in this category, would you say? Let's, let's, who's best to answer that? Someone, quick, Simon. <laughs> Oh, well, you know, we, 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 as a team, we worked really hard together uh, on, on, a, on the whole process. The, this last two weeks, last three weeks, actually, as a, as a management team, as a whole business, we've been working on refining the strategy again. We put, do a lot of continuous improvement on the process. We took really to heart the feedback we got last year in the judging process. And uh, we put that into action this year. And uh, yeah, we, we're just really thrilled. We're up against some really tough competitors there. So we, we're, we're very proud to have this. Yeah, yeah. Guys, buzzing for you. Congratulations for Leadership Strategy winners. You're next traffic. Let's get All right, next winner of the night, as voted for by the editorial team, the Manufacturing in Action category, it's Lush! Woo! <laughs> Guys, big congratulations. Uh, Jason, how does it feel to be here tonight and how happy are you? Uh, ecstatic, I would say. It's always nice to be recognised and to win another award. So, yeah, very, very happy. Um, when our name wasn't mentioned, first of all, in that, we went a bit shocked in that, but it was always good to win. So that was nice, it made it better. Let's hear it one more time. Here we are, big team, right? Smart Factory category winner, BMW, Ham Soul. Let's hear it, guys. <laughs> Fantastic achievement. Um, my friend, how does it feel? Great. I'm so grateful. Great guys. Yeah, well done. I've got to say, this was a category that I was part of the moderation team for, and you genuinely are a fantastic example of Smart Factory excellence. Can you just give us an idea of, of why you feel you've won this category tonight? Let's, let's go for you. If you look on the age range that we have here, from very young to very experienced, and by bringing these two groups together, building custom-made solutions, I think that's what makes us successful. Let's do another word. Woo! So winners in the people and skills category, such a huge, huge issue within manufacturing. We've got a real example of excellence just here. It's Whirlpool, a factory we visited earlier in the year. Ian, why do you feel you, you've excelled within this, within this category? You know, um, and when you guys came to us um, and sort of uh, look around, bit massive focus on sustainability, but it's always about the people development. It's always about kind of how people, you know, I've been at the company 27 years, yeah, Louise, 10 years. 10 years. Yeah, yeah. You know, but you met loads of people who've been there even longer. Um, but it was always about the opportunity to develop their career and show kind of how much they meant to the company and the customer and why we've got this award today. Yeah. Absolutely chuffed to bits. Very well deserved, guys. Can we just get a quick word from Michael Page, um, sponsors, Matt Devine. Um, obviously such a, a huge issue within manufacturing right now is attracting um, skills, not just that, but retaining skills. Why do you think these guys have, have excelled so much? Yeah, absolutely. I think we've been at the event for the last two days and the awards this evening as well, and it's the number one topic. Yeah. People and skills 
attracting them and then retaining them, as you say, number one topic. And I think anybody who wins in this category puts so much hard work into their people and to the culture and making that a successful part of their business and thoroughly deserved award for the guys here tonight. Absolutely. Um, a smaller team, but let's, let's get a little whoop for the camera, shall we? <laughs> Hello, hello, they're back. It's Unix Traffic, Supply Chain Excellence. Fantastic stuff. So supply chain, such a massive problem, issue, challenges everywhere within the sector. Sharon, you head up the supply chain within yeah, Unix. Some of it, yeah. I mean, supply chain's just massive. It, it's cradle to grave for us, yeah. um, right from buying to goods receiving to the manufacturing to paying. You know, it is just huge. So, yeah, we've had some challenges, but <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. How much does this mean to you guys? Absolutely brilliant. Yeah, yeah. So so pleased with it and proud of the team. Yeah. Well, got every right to yeah. be the supply chain excellence winners. Unix Traffic. Hey, second award of the night. Fantastic. I've got the international trade category winners in front of me here. It's Paraloy. Guys, make some noise. Massive, massive, massive congratulations. Can you tell us how it feels? Brilliant. Oh, it feels amazing. <laughs> no, brilliant. Yes. Yeah. Why, why? It's just fantastic to, uh, for our employees to be able to re uh, celebrate with us. What an amazing achievement. We've created hundreds of jobs over the last couple of years and to see that is just amazing. Really good recognition. Guys, uh, huge congratulations. Uh, very well deserved. Um, let's hear it one more time for Paraloy. Woo! <laughs> All right, let's get a picture, shall we, guys? So we have the winner of the Operational Excellence category. It's a solo recognition, but that's no less important. My friend, how does it feel? Mercian Labels have, have won the award tonight. Very proud, very proud. Great achievements from the team. Yeah. Very proud of the guys, yeah. We have been shortlisted with a monster, uh, so we was not expecting to win against Jaguar Land Rover, uh, Bentley, or this kind of thing. So for SMEs, uh, it's a nice achievement. Yeah, yeah. Normally get the team to do a little bit of a whoop, but because you're on your own, I'll do it with you. Let's hear it for Mercy Tables. Woo! <laughs> Here we have the Operational Excellence winner. It's Encirc Beverages, the park. No strangers to success in these awards. Yeah! Whoa. Here we go. Richard, um, congratulations, my friend. How's it feel? Yeah, no, it's amazing. As you say, we've been really lucky to win a number of awards, and I actually probably shouldn't say lucky. Um, the team, the work we put in, we've never ever won this one. Yeah. So operational excellence, I would say, is something that we would like to think is our foundation. Yeah. Um, and we've chased this for a long time, so we will utterly cherish this win. Um, yeah, it's just hugely appreciated. It's awesome. I'm buzzing for you guys. Congratulations. Let's hear it for NSERC. Woo! Woo! Yeah. Well, hello, hello. They're back again. It's Whirlpool with the Achieving Customer Value category. They're winners. Absolutely chuffed to bits. You know, winning one was great, but winning two, both of the ones that we went entered for. Um, customer value, you know, been a, a company been around for 112 years. So our focus has always been on developing our customers, the changing times and delivering value to them. Louise is our lead on that. So, you know, it's great testament kind of the great work that she does too. 
So you, your customers always change and you have to change with them, otherwise you don't exist. So for us, this is really special that we've managed to keep ahead of what our customers want and we're able to deliver excellence to them. And they tell us that, which is why we've won the award. So we're super proud. Sugar CIRM, yeah, yes. yeah, fantastic, yeah. Um, we're really proud to be sponsoring this and giving it to Whirlpool UK Appliances and that sense of innovation, constant awareness of your customers' changing needs is something we're proud to support and, and recognise you for tonight. And they are ever-changing, right? Like, particularly for your, for your application. Absolutely. I mean, you talk about pre-COVID, post-COVID times now, the difference and the rapid change that happened in that period for us in particular with householders. I'm sure it's not the only business, but it just continues to develop and grow. We have to stay ahead of what consumers need and want. And, you know, hopefully we'll continue to do that. Let's get some celebration. Yeah, look down the camera and go, yeah! Woo! <laughs> <laughs> so we have joint winners in the product innovation and design category. First of all, it's Master Mover! <laughs> Guys, congrats. Um, how does it feel, my friend? Oh, fantastic. I mean, we've won it. We've won it. <laughs> but we're only winning something that we already do. That's the key thing. So. Why do you feel like you've been recognised for, for excellence in this category? Well, I mean, you know, we're innovators. That's what we do. We've done it for 25 years. We keep doing it. Uh, and, and, you know, I think this is just actually testament to, you know, what we do now and what we do in the future. So there we go. Customer engineering to our customers. So we provide what our customers are looking for in terms of engineering solutions. Yeah, and those, needs are, those needs are ever changing, right? In, in, in the current landscape? Changing, yeah. And we follow the trend and we deliver what our customers need. Well, guys, fantastic achievement. Let's hear it. For Master Mover. So the second winner in product innovation and design is Drock, a Baker Hughes business. <laughs> Huge congratulations, guys. Um, Gordon, how does it feel? Great to win. Really great to win. And it's, it's superb as a technology company to win the Innovation Award. So thank you very much. So as a technology leader, it was my responsibility to make sure we won the Product Innovation <laughs> Award, so I'm quite pleased with that. It was a great team effort. We've, we've done it two years running now. We got a lot of feedback last year. We fed that into what we did this year. Um, and yeah, it appears to have worked, so yeah. all good. Guys, it's a massive, massive achievement. Congratulations. Let's hear it for Druck. Well, we've got a winner here in what really is a huge, huge issue within the industry. We have our Sustainable Manufacturer of the Year. It's Willoughby. <laughs> Guys, such a fantastic achievement. Someone talk to me. Why have you won this? Why have you won this award? Someone, someone, someone. Sue. Come on, Sue, you talk. You've normally got plenty to share. Now, now. <laughs> no, we've just done lots of actual things to um, achieve a better and sustainable future for Willoughby. Yep. And we really, really believe in practical actions, not just targets. Interesting. So, look, I mean, everyone's trying to achieve this right now. Have you got any advice to other manufacturers um, when it comes to implementing sustainability? Well, as long as every single day you do something a bit better than the day before, you're making progress and that's what we all need to do.
We've really approached our environmental agenda, really, and our sustainability agenda, really looking at our um, product and our place. And we've done loads of real things in both our product and our place. So Rob down there has done quite a lot on our product and actually making products for our customers so yeah. they can actually um, reduce their carbon imprint or yeah. the carbon footprint and so I want to hear about that I want to hear about that <laughs> yeah, thanks for that uh, yeah recycled materials yeah. sustainable materials yeah. using FSC certified wood all that good stuff reducing energy consumption by improving the energy efficiency of our homes yeah great stuff in the product Fantastic. guys massive congratulations let's hear it for Willoughby Right, this is a huge win because this category was fantastic this year. So many brilliant young manufacturers. The winner is Tahir Patel from Lissy Aerospace. Um, Tahir, such a fantastic achievement. Uh, congratulations, how does it feel? Thank you very much. Absolutely buzzing. I'm literally shaking. Uh, <laughs> such a great feeling, honestly. It's amazing. Can you maybe try and put into words why you think you've won tonight? I think since uh, I started my career in engineering, I've always tried to share best practices, give more to the community through STEM and uh, just help everyone out in the, in the workplace. And uh, can't have done it without the support of Mark and everyone else at Lissy, so really appreciate everything that's happened so far. I mean, we've, we've all been behind to here. You know, this is the one that we wanted tonight. You know, we entered three categories. There's eight of us here tonight and we've all been behind to here. I, I, I just love this guy, what he's achieved, what he's done for us, I'm just so proud, I am so proud of what he's achieved, it's so, so well deserved. Um, the sponsor, IFM, Kate, I mean, obviously attracting young people into the sector is such a, a huge issue, we talk about it all the time, a, a true example of excellence right here. Yeah, I think I would support what Tahir said about, I think his commitment to, uh, to STEM engagement, to supporting other people in the business, you really genuinely show just such brilliant evidence of that. And, you know, that really shone through. When we have a bigger team, I tend to get them to look down the camera and give a whoop. So we'll all do it as a three, yeah? All right? For Tahir Patel, woo! <laughs> Right, so we've got a manufacturer here tonight who is very deserving of special recognition, and that is EvTech Automation. Guys, let's get a whoop! <laughs> right, who wants to talk about the business? Let's uh, hear from someone. Um, why do you feel like you've been recognised this evening, guys? It's Kath from Herald College, who we work with, and we've had, uh, you know, how many? 70 Seven. students? Oh, 70, 80 plus students. 80 plus students through Over our time on internship. Yep. Uh, we've got like seven full-time employed people through yeah. the colleges now. Uh, we have like eight at the minute and we're going to carry on. It's the way we're working towards together uh, so we can employ disabled people and make it, you know, workable. It's, it's a great relationship we've got and we're really happy and we're really recognised, you know, tonight. It's fantastic. Kath's from one of the colleges, uh, Kath from Harrowwood. Um, and it's because of people like Kath that are with us for, you know, for the past seven years supporting these students and Kevin, our MD and everybody else. You know, we've got nearly 44% of our whole workforce with a disability. And I think a lot of businesses out there are missing a major, major trick because these people are amazing. Let's get some further content with these guys. A fantastic example of promoting skills. Um, let's hear it for everything Automation. Guys. Yeah. 
the 2023 Manufacturer of the Year winner is Unix Traffic! <laughs> Guys, what a fantastic achievement, Simon. At another award, how good does this one feel? Oh, this, this one's amazing. You know, we, we're so pleased to even get on the list, and, you know, being a finalist. Um, and we're, we're so, so proud. We're just getting over winning the two that we just won. This is just amazing. When you're reading out the names of the people that have been involved, wow, this is, this is fantastic. And uh, this one's gold and heavy. <laughs> it's even better than the other ones, but, but this one we're super proud of. And we like to thank the manufacturer, all the judges, all the other competitors. And uh, yeah, manufacturer of the year. Sounds good, doesn't it? It sounds good. It sounds good. I Anyone else? Yes. Can I just say thank you to everyone who works Phoenix Traffic? Yeah. Everywhere in the UK. We've got loads of depots, loads of places. So well done, everyone. This, this is, is for you guys. It's everyone, yeah. yeah. Unix Traffic. Yeah. Yeah. We just get to have the free drink, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> guys, such a big congratulations. This calls for high five down the road. Woo! Yeah! <laughs> well done, guys. Right, so here we are at the end. We have finally come to the end and we have kebabs. <laughs> we have kebabs from Best Kebab in Liverpool in Radley Street, I think. And um, this is an ode to our, our editorial um, companion, James, who's not here this year. But we have kebabs. Um, we've come to the end. It's been a fantastic um, two-day event. Um, we are done, basically. I've got a doner kebab. Joe's got a chicken kebab. And I'm going to go back to my room and eat this in my pants and stare at a wall and, uh, and finish this. It's been a fantastic evening. And there is only one way this evening could have been rounded off. And that is with a kebab. In homage to our colleague James Devonshire, who isn't here, and our other colleague Lana, Lana Dima, who also isn't here because she's an absolute melt and went to bed early. Um, but enough said about that. <laughs> but it's it's now a tradition. We're sitting in the same spot we were sat in last year, and yeah, it's 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 the only way to round off what has been an amazing couple of days. It smells so 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 good. Um, it, and like I say, it's in naan bread. It's in naan bread. A kebab in naan bread. I mean, just picture that, listener. Picture that. A kebab in naan bread. Joss, we're, we're recording. Oh, hello, Joss. Can I swear? Yes. Yeah, Go to f***ing bed, all right, and eat your kebabs. <laughs> well, there we go. Um, that, can you, really? That is our message. That is our message to, uh, to sign off. Um, I hope you've enjoyed this kind of this sort of slightly kind of weird cobbled together podcast episode but um, this has been Manufacturer Live it's been fantastic and we hope you've enjoyed listening to it